today is really September 30th, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And so this is getting posted later in the morning than we like to post it yep. because we had a wedding, a wedding yesterday with yesterday. Derek and Hannah. Yes. And they were married on September 29th, 29th. 2023. You need to know September 29th if you want a little treat on Tuesday. <laughs> okay. So we are going to read from Matthew 17, and we're also going to read the beginning of Acts 21. But here is Matthew 17. Yep, good stories about Jesus, who he is, and about the priority of prayer. And again, he's going to say, um, hey, I'm going to Jerusalem to die. And Setting. a pretty, pretty important thing happens at the beginning of the chapter called the transfiguration. Yep. His figure is trans. It's changed. changed. Okay. Okay. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with them. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And when the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise, and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one about the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. That's really kind of amazing, right? Yeah, and he did that also right after Peter yesterday in chapter 16 said, you are the Christ, and he mm-hmm. said, tell no one, mm-hmm. don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So here it is again after the transfiguration, Jesus said, don't tell anyone until after Jesus yep. is raised from the dead, which he's giving a hint there that he's going to be raised from the dead. Okay, verse 10. And the disciples asked him, then why do the scribes say that first Elijah must come? He answered, Elijah does come, and he will restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they pleased. So also the Son of Man will certainly suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them about John the Baptist. So saying that John the Baptist was Elijah. Yep, according to the prophecies, Elijah will come. And John the Baptist came in the spirit and power of Elijah. And when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him. So they're coming down from the mountains. And kneeling before him said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's an epileptic and he suffers terribly. For often he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was healed instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, Because of your little faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Verse 22, as they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the son of man is about to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed 
that was really shocking bad news to them. Yep. And when they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax went up to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the tax? And he said, Yes. And when he came to the house, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? For whom do the kings of the earth take toll or tax? From their sons or from others? And when he said, From others, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up, and when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. <clears throat> it's pretty interesting. This fish mm-hmm. would have found the shekel. And Jesus knew that there was this fish in the sea with a shekel. And that Peter may cast his hook. going to get that sovereign fish to pay for it. just shows the power of Jesus. Okay, now we're turning over to Acts 21. And it's, we're only reading verses 1 through 26. So be sure you leave room in your summaries. We're actually going to finish this in class on Tuesday, and we'll finish this summary in class on Tuesday. Yep. So Don't get messed up. You can just jot notes for the beginning of the chapter. Yep. Okay. So Acts 21, verse 1. And when we had departed from them and set sail, we came by a straight course to Kos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Patara. And having found a ship crossing to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre. For there the ship was to unload its cargo. Again, check your maps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of geography But he's heading right back to Jerusalem. This is going to take you right to Jerusalem. Yep. And it's just saying all the stops they made or the places they passed. Okay. Uh, Verse 4. And having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. And through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we departed and went on our journey. And they all, with wives and children, accompanied us until we were outside the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home. When we finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais, and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them for one day. On the next day, we departed and came to Caesarea, and we entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. While they were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea, and coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When he heard this, we and the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. And then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, Let the will of the Lord be done. And after these days, we got ready and went up to Jerusalem and some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us, bringing to us the house, bringing us to the house of Manasseh of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we should lodge. Verse 17. When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. So they finally made it to Jerusalem. Finally. So that's the first part of that chapter as they traveled to Jerusalem. Uh, then verse 18. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James. And all the elders were present. And greeting them, he related one by one the things God had done 
uh, that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified God. And they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed. They are all zealous for the law. And they have been told about you, that you teach all the Jews who are coming among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or walk according to our customs. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. Do therefore what we tell you. We have four men who are under a vow. Take these men and purify yourself along with them and pay their expenses so that they may shave their heads. Thus all will know that there is nothing in us, there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you also, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. But as for the Gentiles who have believed, we sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood and from what has been strangled and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men and the next day he purified himself along with them and went into the temple giving notice when the days of purification would be fulfilled and the offering presented for each one of them. Okay, we'll see you in class on Tuesday. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.